Tremors four. Tremors four. Tremors four. Better than Tremors three in every way. Not that that's super hard to do, but yeah, this is clearing fantastic. the low bar that was Tremors three, and surpassing it <laughs> by quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. By quite a lot. It's it's up there in the Tremors films, folks. I I think I like this one about as much as one and two. Uh, it's it's pretty much co-equal with those in my mind. I think I might actually like it more than two now that I think about it. Yes. Anyways, hello. This is the Chudcast. We watched Tremors 3. 4. 4. Tremors 4. four. four. <laughs> Tremors, Tremors 3 out of your brain. Tremors no. 4 is so much better. Tremors 4. We watched that one. Uh, it's really good. It's really good. It's, it's different. It's different yeah. and incredible. And the guy who plays Bert in every other movie is cast into a new role and he handles it extremely well like damn that guy's that guy's got range like it's impressive it's impressive how good he is at that yeah michael gross man he's like if you had only seen the tremors movie you could get the impression that he's a little bit one note but uh this showed like he's okay so uh, i guess introduce it real quick tremors for the legend begins which is a very kind of stereotypical how many fucking horror movies have used that for their when they go back and do the prequel? There has to be the legend. A lot. Uh, let's see. The legend begins. Maybe it's more action adventure than horror, but still, like there's, there's a couple of like there's there's a few major. Horror movies the second result when I search the name "The Legend Begins" is Tremors Four: The Legend yeah! Begins. Yeah, what's yeah. the first? Uh, some uh, there's a soundtrack from the TV show Lucifer. Okay. Uh. There's a Hercules movie, Hercules the Legend Begins. There's a uh, Battle Sherlock Cats. Holmes. Battle there's Cats, a, the Legend Begins. What there's the a hell? Sherlock Holmes book. Pony Express, the Legend Begins is an eight-minute family-friendly video airing at the Pony <laughs> Express Museum. Okay, maybe uh, I'm wrong. Yeah. It's a very stereotypical feeling subtitle. Thunderbird, maybe the Legend Begins is a, fi- is a $6 VR game on Steam. Uh, okay, all right, that's enough. Back, back to topic. This is a prequel. Uh, it takes place in 1889 in the town of Rejection, Nevada, which Nevada is not fully set up yet. I guess they don't have a flag. They're not like, you know, state, state just yet. No, um, not quite. Yeah, and this follows the small town of Rejection as they deal with a horrible threat, as their lucrative silver mine is overrun with monsters that kill most of the people working there and make the others too scared to go back. But silver mine is the only thing in the town that made significant amounts of money, so now the town is in danger of dying. So they, they telegraph for uh, the mine's owner to come and, like, you know, set things straight and figure out what happened, and they get... Hiram Gummer, who is still capably played by Michael Gross. He is, oh man. Michael Gross in like a completely divergent role, although he becomes Burt-like towards the end of the film. He starts off like completely different, like, you know, speaks a a different accent. and a dandy. Yeah, exactly. Like he is, he is, he is someone completely different and he fits into it so well. It is truly impressive if you've seen the other Tremors films, how good he I is. I want to see him like do a stage play after seeing this. Like yeah. he's fucking good. Like, yeah, he's good. I didn't he's know good. he had that range, but basically he comes to town. Uh, he goes up to the mine to check things out with a small group of miners who are like still camping out there, but not going in. And yep, it's it's graboids. It's graboids again. Um, Baby graboids at the beginning. Yeah, 
that's yep that's the gimmick of this movie is that we see yet another new form of graboid uh, we don't see ass blasters but we and we also don't see um shriekers right is that the, yeah shriekers are the raptor like ones ass blasters are the flying ones we see the first instance of dirt dragons which are just immature worm graboids but they're also faster so they can like leap up out of the ground and fuck you up that way um which is fun i think that they made a good call at still having them be worms but not like giant worms so it's fun also they're kind of a smaller prop so they get to do more with them which is great um and i guess from there how would you guys describe the the next arc of it i guess uh the they they go out. Uh, we'll see. They hire the gunslinger, who is played by Billy Drago. Yeah, that guy who's typecast. Black Hand Kelly. Black Hand Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Um, <laughs> not played by Machine Gun Kelly. Um, but he. Uh, they they ride out uh, in search of the worms. Um, just. I guess trying to see if they can like if he can just kill them and then can you just shoot them like really good just shoot yeah. the worms yeah shoot the worms really good and uh they they get attacked by the worms and it turns out that he uh he wasn't very good at his job because he gets eaten I mean He's they didn't a good shot worm, but, but not a good enough shot to kill a giant worm in yep. the way they faced them um, yeah this movie has a lot of really fun kind of parallels like. It's it's like an unironic version of the George Lucas they rhyme line basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that exactly. you have you have the uh, ancestors of some of the main characters, but not all. So you have the Chang family there for the first time. Um, you have Gummer himself. You have characters who kind of slot nicely into playing the same role in the plot as as their modern counterparts, but not exactly the same. Um, I think it has it has a really good main duo in. Uh, you have Brent Rome playing Juan Padilla and Michael Gross is Hiram Gummer. And unlike two and three, I think two and three, the weakness of both of those is that the main, the chemistry in the main duo is not as good. Like it's, it doesn't have the heart that the first movie did. And this one does like they're, they're well-written, well-rounded, likable characters, which, which lets you really immerse yourself in the movie a bit more. Not that Burt Gummer is like a bad character. It's just that he, he was written. Hiram is written better in this than, than say Burt was in three, for example. Um, but it's a good duo and the rest of the movie after. So after they lose the gunslinger, um, Burt gets <laughs> here, here. I'm calling him Burt. Hiram gets cold feet and decides like, okay, this whole worm thing is fucked. I can't deal with it anymore. I'm using what little money I have left because we find out all of his money is the silver mine. Like he doesn't have any family fortune left um, that he's just going to book it out of there and try to figure out what he can. Yep. But on his way out, he has an epiphany when, well, he happens to, he's in Carson City and the telegraph operator is reading up like, oh, these folks in rejection are sending me all these crazy messages about giant worms. And he like somehow manages to write an IOU for a wagon full of guns and two horses. Well, no, well, no, well, no. he sells his pocket watch. That's yeah. how he, yeah. He's... He sells his pocket watch in exchange for many guns. That's, that's a pretty expensive pocket watch. Like they he had a... diamonds. They were, yeah. They... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would do it. But he, he spends the rest, the last of his material wealth and comes back with the guns and it's a classic tremors and, uh, where it's just the townsfolk banding together to kill the remaining worms. And the final fight scene has so much good shit in it. Oh my God. 
You think it's going to end a certain way, but it doesn't. No. um, You have a gigantic fucking punt gun, which is amazing. It's a two-inch diameter bore, at least it's supposed to be. It's comically huge, as punt guns actually are. Uh, You have a nice assortment of other period-appropriate firearms. You have them hatching some of the same plots as they used to fight the Graboids in previous movies because they just make sense, and characters in Tremors movies are actually smart and have self-preservation. God, it fucking rules. I've been talking for like five minutes straight, but I'm just, I am over the moon with this movie. After three, at least, I'm over the moon. Yeah, it's yeah, it's great. It's great. This is, this is an absolutely, it's, it's weird to see, like, you know, because this was, like, uh, direct-to-video, like, sci-fi original movie, and it excels in quality. I mean, I guess this probably would have been, like, you know, sci-fi original movies now are not exactly known for their mark of quality. Yeah. But I suppose back in the day when they had a little bit more money and not as many brain worms, they uh, uh, put out some pretty good stuff. And January uh, 2nd, 2004, before the asylum was really a, a big thing that infected everyone's mind and made yeah. everything shit. Yeah, fuck made everything people. terrible. Um, you guys want to watch six hundred Raptor movies? No, you guys want to watch? Absolutely not. The, what, what do you mean? You can you do it ironic, watch? funny once, but you can't keep doing it. For you guys want to watch six Sharknado movies? Because we kept on playing out that Shark joke. Attack movies. There's two. Yeah. Watch Transmorphers. Transmorphers, guys. I watched Battle of Los Angeles. How, how about Mansquito? You guys want to watch that? No. How about Return of the Living Dead, Rave the Grave, and Necropolis? You ever read Return of the Living Dead? Remember those <sighs> movies? They were good. See, now we have 2004. You know what 2004 is? 2004 is the sci-fi that made fucking Battlestar Galactica and had like some tiny shred of dignity to it. Like before sci-fi was the fucking mess we recognize it as now. Like <laughs> sci-fi they had was some... always a mess. Yeah, but it was a mess that like could occasionally produce something good, like this or Cube Two, Hypercube, you know. Yeah, or like you know MST3K or uh, uh, again, uh, small amount Battle of Star dignity Galactica? to the channel. <laughs> yeah, well, the the 2004 BSG is a classic. I hear. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but I hear it's like people look on it fondly. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's a good time. Um, yeah. Uh, shit. So I, I can talk is... about plenty more. It's okay, so it. it's a massive upgrade. Even though the budget is comparable to the other ones, they spent it all on fucking practical effects. I love Yay. it. It actually reviewed poorly for that, which is kind of insane to me. But this is like 2005. This is when like big CGI blockbusters were becoming the thing. And this one is walking it back a little bit because I realized the CG looked like shit in three and it leaned too heavily on CG that they didn't have the budget for. Yep. And they just redid the calculus. And this has a lot more puppets in it. It has some good miniature shots. It has not like shitty looking, badly animated CG ass blasters bouncing around and flying with no physics. Like this has so much to enjoy in that they picked a filming location, which is either the same lot or visually indistinguishable to make rejection. Yeah. As opposed to perfection. Um, they have a lot of really pretty nature shots. It's not just desert. It's, a pleasant movie to look at. Uh, the soundtrack is... Yeah, <laughs> the soundtrack is not great. It's a uh, little MIDI keyboardish, but in a way that fits, I feel. So, sort of, sure. Yeah, like, I don't... Uh, you know, nothing about the soundtrack really jumped out to me, but... Uh, they do a nice twangy Old West take on the theme from the first yeah. movie, which I, I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, 
It is smartly shot. The dialogue is good. It doesn't have all this like unpleasant back and forth. Like it's a significantly better written movie than three. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, that's exactly. the main thing that, that jumps out at me is like, okay, it's back. It's good now. Yeah. And like uh, this movie got knocked for a lot of things that we actually found like pretty like uh, of Give us good puppets, quality. man. Like, Give us the fucking puppets. Give like, us you know, puppets back. Yeah, the special effects, the special effects, and the acting were perfectly fine. Like, yeah, the uh, like the practical effects hold up really well. The CGI parts aren't great, but they're definitely not like that. They're not de- an definitely definitely not as bad as Tremors Three. They no. knew they knew how to utilize their CGI. Yeah, uh, it's like very judicious. It's 3. short shots. It's not yeah. like a long shot of obviously a not super well animated critter doing a lot of things. Yeah. It's like the places they use CG, for example, is when you see a fully grown graboid jump out of the ground and be dragged for a distance. Part of that is a CG shot, and they don't just like drag it out longer than it needs to be. Yeah, or, exactly. They uh, they do a CG version of the. Uh, so it's an effect we've seen a lot of of a graboid moving underground. It looks yeah. a little janky, like. Yeah, they show like a bulge. It's like a Photoshop bulge effect that moves along the yeah, ground. Yeah, it's like, exactly. Eh, could be better, but, but but like, but like, most of the effects are practical. Like, they got knocked for kind of hammy acting, but I mean, like, you know, it it fits in this context. Like, this is more of a comedy than a horror film, and it it's it's well written. Like, everybody does a good job acting. There was there wasn't really any weakness in that regard. And, uh, it is PG thirteen again, which yeah, means they yeah. can get some gore. They can get it a little bit more threatening. Yeah. Um, the way they use the gore in this is also really good. There's a few actual nice little mini jump scare moments, like in the mine we see a decapitated body. Oh yeah. On... Oh yeah. And that and that and and that one shot when they're all in the store and then the lightning flashes and there's uh, evil gunslinger man hiding outside. That that actually got me. That was a good scare. Again, yeah. good cinematography. Yeah. Um. There's yeah. There's. Uh, the other one is we see old Fred. We see old Fred's head sitting in a wagon <laughs> oh, that got yeah. graboided. Um, so I'm very glad they're back to PG-13. I think if they tried to do a single more PG-rated Tremors movie, this whole series would have ended right there. Yeah. Yeah, Tremors, Tremors kind of lives and dies on its on its gore, more or less. Like, I mean, it's not like copious amounts of human gore either. I just no. want to see... like disgusting chunks of a giant worm blown all over the set like is that so much to ask i want to see i want to see the effects of five stagehands blowing up some pumpkins and splashing it all on their actors that's all i need or like like a scene where like they pump goo into the ground and you see it bubble up yeah that oh one of the best set pieces in the series so far by the way yeah yeah very creative kill where um they're trying to attack because because they, they get attacked by like three worms, and the second one they figure out uh, that like they can stick stuff down in the holes and like do, do the vibrations to attract them. So they stick it. So the uh, the older guy sticks a saw blade into the hole and just like bangs on it with a hammer, and the graboid comes and attacks it and just gets sliced. And all we see is just like blood bubbling up from the ground. It's so good. It's so and it good. makes like. Perfect comedy wobbly saw sound yeah. effects the whole time. It's like whoop, 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 whoop. And yeah. then you just see the, the graboid thing stop and the orange yeah. goo bubbles up from around the saw. It's yeah. like that costs them not that much money to do the effect. And it is fantastic looking. Fantastic. Like it's Great. One of the best parts of the whole scene. Yeah. Great graboid kill. Wonderful. 
God, I, I, there's so many good things to say. Like, for one thing, it didn't kill off all the minority characters this time. No, like, nope, the main, the main guys who get like cannon foddered are just like the remaining miners who are, yeah. God, what were their names? There was Soggy, were... Stony, Breck, Brick, and Big Horse. Yeah. yeah. Big Horse yeah, Johnson. Yeah, they didn't really, they, they didn't really bother fleshing those guys out. <laughs> they, oh. they knew what they were in the movie for. What, what, you're, what? You're get killed by a worm. What, what was the fat guy's name? The accordion guy? Like the most, most character development. Soggy. Soggy. It's like, oh, he likes to joke around. That's his character. And then, and then he, he wanders really... off and his accordion stops. Which I again, called that one, by the yeah. way. Yeah. I called an exact line later in the film, too. Yeah, you did. But we're not saying um, we're not we're, we're not saying this movie isn't predictable, but it but it sure it's is a, a good, good kind of predictable where you yeah. do the uh, the the one screenshot from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where you just like point at the screen with your beer oh, in hand, yes, like, that type, yeah. yes, that um, one. Like, there's so many nice little things about the movie. Like, uh, Fu Yen is the kid of of Mr. and Mrs. Chang who run the shop. Um, He's actually really fun. Like yeah. he he has a role in the plot, and he's not just a stupid annoying child. He, yeah, he gives he's... Hiram his slingshot because he needs to be armed. He figures out that when they're trying to uh, phone home from another telegraph up the way up the way at a mule stop, that hey, that's the circuit that they're using for the telegram. And he, he's a useful annoying, not even annoying child. Like no. he's actually kind of he helps uh Hiram's character development in that Hiram is shown to be a nice guy and shows him how to ride his bicycle that he brought with for example and like he thinks about him and feels bad when you know when he's leaving town like he has a good role in the plot almost like a competent writer was working on the movie yay Scott Buck okay so Scott Buck was the actual screenwriter and I don't know if he did did he do any of the previous movies I mean, it has a better story working for it. Um, yeah. It does not actually say who wrote... Okay, John Welpley wrote three. Um, Brent Maddock and S.S. Wilson wrote two. And I think it was also just Brent Maddock and S.S. Wilson on one. Okay, so new new screenwriter, but same original story creators here, like back to most of the same people as one and two. So that's Good. definitely an improvement. Yeah. I think there's almost nothing but likable elements to this movie. Like, yeah, this is yeah, this movie is this movie's a good time. It's on Netflix. You can easily watch it watch now it. before it goes away. Yeah. We'll have to upload these episodes sooner so we can tell people to watch them all now because yeah, they got please, to the thirtieth. Yeah, please watch them on Netflix. They are they are very wonderful films, except for uh, maybe three. But you know, yeah. you you gotta eat your vegetables to, to get to the. <laughs> The ice cream bar, the perfectly yeah. pleasant ice cream bar that is Tremors Four. That's yeah, that's my yeah. interpretation of this. All right, I think we're. I think that's good enough. Good fucking good. movie. Good uh, fucking fo- movie. Follow us on the social medias. We are Chudcast on Twitter. We are Anchor.com/slash/Chudcast. I think you can just type that in. Um, Oliver. Uh, oh no, it's Anchor.fm/slash/Chudcast. Excuse me. FM. Close enough. I don't know what .com is. Don't go there. Use the um, Epic Game Store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> find us. Find us now on the Epic Game Store. We're exclusive there for one year, and then we're coming to Steam. Chudcast uh, <laughs> the game the was made in. This is a, a game maker tutorial project with all of our little faces swapped into the it. The Last I hope of Us you Part Two it. is being renamed to Chudcast the Game. It will be releasing this Friday, and uh, we hope you all enjoy it. <laughs> Oh, good night, everyone. Watch, night. watch Tremors. Watch yeah. good Tremors movies like this. Yes, one. exactly. I remember. I love you.